Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we get three boxers for the price of two. Specifically, we're joined by Ashkan Morvari, Richard Smith, and Corey Thompson, all of whom will take part in the April 23rd card at Canterbury Park. Morvari of Sock Center will make his pro debut against Smith of Independence, Missouri. For his part, Thompson will try to improve to 4-0 in a light heavyweight encounter with Blake Bergeson. This is the eighth in a series of episodes previewing the April 23rd Ignite Mecca 18 card at Canterbury. I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, I am Sean Strauss of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. My co-host, Brian Johnson, is off tonight. Uh, we are joined with Ashkan Morvari, uh, who's got a fight coming up uh, at Canterbury, making his pro debut uh, in professional boxing uh, versus uh, Richard Smith. Um, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's your background in the, in the fight game? Uh, was it boxing? Is it MMA or... Uh, what can you tell us about your background? Sure. Um, I actually started out as a wrestler and then I hopped into MMA and there was a long time where I just kind of relied on my grappling. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've uh, got a handful of MMA fights and just kind of thought this would be fun to try to give boxing a shot. Nice. When was your last uh, like MMA fight? Um, it would be four years in September, I believe. So did COVID kind of throw a wrench into that? You know, I know it did for a lot of guys. Yeah, no, just um, kind of with my age, um, you know, I stepped away for a while. Wasn't sure if I was going to compete, but I just missed it too much. Um, hopped in the gym again, started helping some guys get ready for stuff. And then um, here we are. So uh, what gym do you train out of? It's uh, called La Bodega and it's out of Prior Lake. Oh, nice. I've got some family that used to live in Prior Lake. We'd go down there every year for the 4th of July and see the fireworks down there. It's pretty cool. Okay. I haven't been to that show yet, but I've heard I, great things. I see uh, on Box Rec, it lists that you live in Egan. Is that correct? Yep. I just moved to Egan. I've lived in Richfield for a really long time and um, just made the move recently. I think it's been a couple of months. Right on, right on. So yeah. uh, when when you're working out at that gym are you able to get sparring and everything that you need there or are you traveling to other gyms to get that or um yeah and to be to be honest I haven't done a lot of boxing sparring um you know like I said with I've just been helping guys we have some guys that are going to be fighting on this upcoming LFA show so I've been sure. helping them get ready so doing a lot of cross training um one of my buddies and training partners is also on the grappling show that same day earlier in the day so I've been doing some grappling with him and um I was fortunate enough with one of my my old um, college wrestling teammates who ended up being a MMA teammate. His dad used to be our boxing coach, so I'm getting to work with them, you know, a few times a week too. So that's really helped out quite a bit. Okay. Um, so the guy that you're fighting, uh, his name is Richard Smith. I'm going to be talking with him on Thursday. Um, okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, you know, he's from out of town. 
and uh, normally I don't get to talk to this many of the fighters on a card. We pick a couple and, you know, and we try and interview them, but excuse me, this time, for whatever reason, I said, I'm going to try and get all of them. And yeah, <laughs> it's been, I like it's been it. fun um, to try and get you guys. So far, there's only one for sure. You know, we had a schedule scheduling uh, difficulty and then he ended up saying, you know, I think I'm doing enough on social media where, uh, you know, I'm just going to focus on my weight cut. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, sure. But the guy you're fighting, like I said, Richard Smith, it looks like he's out of Missouri. Um, and while anyone looks at his record, you know, four losses and a professional boxing. The one thing I notice is that he went the distance and yeah. four fights, um, you know, four rounds uh, for three of those fights. And his last fight was a six round fight, which he lost unanimous decision. But like I said, I mean, he went the distance. So um, have you gotten to see any of his fights on YouTube or anything, or do you know anything about him? Yeah, I saw um, one video. I think it's year and a half, two years old. So, you know, um, I think I've gotten a lot better in that amount of time. So he could be a completely different guy. But, you know, he looked athletic. I think he's the next football player. Um, I think what I heard was he might have played college. So he's definitely an athlete. Um, and like you said, he's he's tough, um, athletic. I think um, he'll probably take a couple to give a couple. So I think it all should be a brawl and should be a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this card, you know, I, I've been saying, uh, I, I hate using the term. I keep saying, you know, it's stacked. It's like, yeah, you hear that all the time. It's like fight card stacked. It's like, as far as Minnesota fighters go, this card is stacked. It's like, it's going to be yeah. really, really fun to watch, but there's some good matchups. Um, and they did the same last time. I don't know if you, did you get to see that last Canterbury mm -hmm. card that was back in December? I, I didn't. I just saw the social media um, stuff leading up to it. And yeah, like you said, it looked like they had a tough, uh, competitive, great fight. So, yep. yeah, they had really good matchmaking and it looks like the same again. So I'm super excited for it. Um, and I don't know if you were a late addition or not, um, but, you know, thank you, number one, for being on the card um, and making your pro debut because, you know, Minnesota boxing is on kind of a resurgence right now. And it's really fun to get to see, you know, more fights. Um, are you hoping to, you know, keep it going? Or are you looking to maybe fight in mixed martial arts and boxing? Or, you know, what's your plan? Yeah, you know, um, I don't really have a plan. Um, I just thought, <laughs> yeah, you know, it just seemed like it was something different, a new challenge. Um, it was a good opportunity to, you know, get on get on a stack card, like you said. Um, you know, and um, it's kind of cool with the resurgence of their shows all the time. Now, I don't even remember, you know, when I first started fighting, hearing about boxing shows, really. Um, I think they used to have a few down in the St. Paul Armory. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool being on the ground up as part of it growing. I got to do that with MMA a little bit. So it's cool to do it again with boxing now. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you uh, decide to keep fighting, I'm sure you won't have to look far because I know these Ignite guys, I think the rumor is they're planning on doing more. And I know that uh, the fans of the Muay Thai and the grappling and everything, um, they love that too. You know, I didn't see the Muay Thai portion last time. I'm thinking I'm going to get down there early this time and actually see some of that because um, I had some friends that went to that portion of the card last time and they said it was great. Um, and I saw some of the live streams, like you said, on social media and stuff, but yeah, the boxing <laughs> portion was really awesome. 
I think the only bad part of the night was the drive home because it was snowing really good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. but it was worth it. Well worth it. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen this time, but we live in Minnesota, I guess. Um but yeah, I mean it's if people don't have anything anything to do all day. I mean, you can watch grappling, you know, in the early afternoon and the, you know, a lot of striking at night. And I think um I mean I'm looking forward. I have a friend on the grappling card, so I'll probably be, be there all day trying to enjoy the show myself. But looking forward to the kickboxing fights as well. Yep. And like you said, uh if if you don't like one part of it, you can watch the other part. And I if you can't make it to the show, I know it sounds like uh they're gonna be streaming it. Um, I believe on MMA futures. Um, so you can go on to that and then get the stream. I'm sure people will be, you know, on social media, you know, got their phones up and fights. It's always yeah. <laughs> a regular occurrence. Um, are you selling tickets? Like I know, um, on nitro tickets, I believe is where they're selling tickets uh, for this fight, but, uh, which I believe people can go to there. They scroll down on nitro tickets to the ignite logo and then they'll click on the event for ignite mecca 18 and then they could find your name on the drop down and then select it um but are you selling tickets you know personally if someone knows you and wants to come and get one from you yep yep i am selling tickets um people can reach out to me on social media if you have my number but um yeah i think like you said if, if people are going to the show planning going to the show um even if they're not going for me um, it's really important to go go down to that drop down box you're talking about. Make sure those fighters get credit because, like you said, that's how they're compensated and that's how the promoters get to see that people want to watch them. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of the stream part, um, if someone wasn't able to go, um, did you see that Caleb Truax, the former world champ, is going to be doing play by play for you? Oh, I didn't. That's actually pretty cool. What an honor. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. He did the last card too. Uh, and I apologize to whoever his co-host is going to be for that stream because I don't remember their name, but I'm always like, Oh, it's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah no kidding. So, yeah. And I've gotten to, to meet him a few times and he's a very awesome guy. And uh, it seems like he's got um, the future, I think, or the potential to maybe even be a commentator. So I think he's getting in his yeah. reps. I'd love to see him on, you know, the big national stage doing that yeah. so but very oh, very, cool. very cool um other than boxing you know you talked about how you're getting your friends ready for the their fights and grappling and lfa and all that kind of stuff but other than the combat world you know what's what can you tell us about yourself you know or, or you, um, don't have, you don't have to share anything about yourself but yeah, yeah. um no um i mean I, I have a day job like most most of the guys that do this um i'm an insurance agent by day and um crazy wrestling dad by night so i have a couple of a couple of boys that wrestle so a lot of times it's just kind of trying to get practices in between wrestling practices or you know chasing them around the tournaments and stuff like that right on yeah it seems like there's actually a lot of parents in the in the combat world whether it's boxing or mixed martial arts whatever but where their kids are into wrestling or they're getting their kids yeah. in wrestling. And I think that's pretty cool. Like I never wrestled, um, but I think it's probably an awesome sport for kids um, and teaches them discipline. Um, and, you know, also like as they get older for the weight cuts and all that, if you're actually going to yeah. be in a weight class. Now, Box Rec, I believe, has you listed as a light heavy, I think, didn't it? Um, I'm looking at Richard um, Smith right now and it's lists him as a super welter. Um, whatever 160 is 160 is middleweight okay yeah um so 
yeah not light heavy so you're coming in at middleweight so that's pretty that's pretty cool that truax fought at 168 he was super middle Uh, okay to kind of give you an idea for uh, i know weight classes can be different with mixed martial arts and boxing yeah they're usually pretty close yep i was within five pounds for me for what i used to fight so okay Heavier or lower? You used to fight lower or heavy? Uh, 155 is where most of my fights were. Oh, right on. So this is a little bit easier for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting a little older too, so. But yeah. Yeah, still fun. A little discipline, the old rituals of what you got to do to get down there. Right on. So other than uh, everything we talked about, we're super excited for the fights. I'm looking forward to it. Um you got any ring or are they like, are they letting you do like ring walk songs or I don't know, or if they got, I think uh, DJ uh, um, St. Joel, right? Yeah. St. Joel. He's, he did the last card. I'm sure he's probably going to do this one again. Yeah. Uh, do they let you choose music or did you just mix it out for you? <laughs> I think, I think they let us choose music. I haven't chose anything yet though. What kind of music do you listen to? Like when you're training and exercising and stuff, um, do you listen to music or? It really depends on the mood, but yeah, I mean, I, I like some 90s rap, um, classic rock every once in a while. Um, country's growing on me right now. So it really depends. But I, I haven't decided what I'm going to walk out to. Yeah, the only one I've heard actually say anything so far on the card, I... It was uh, Alex uh, Citrowski. I thought he said he was going to come yeah. out to some uh, CCR. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know, make it feel like he's going to war. You know, you can see the helicopters in the air. Like, another war. I love it. So, but no, cool, cool, man. Um, any, uh, anyone who was helping you, uh, your gym or your, your corner people that you want to give shout outs to? Um, yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Um, I want to thank everybody um, that's been helping me out. Um, Labodega, they've, they've been great. Um, Billy Simon, Mitch White, uh, Chad Lemaire, then also the, the Jacksons, um, Mitch Jackson and uh, Dale Jackson. They've really been helping me out with my boxing and I've been getting to train a little bit at um, Rice Street Old School Boxing Gym too. So they've been, I want to give them a shout out as well. Oh, nice. I used to go over there. I like those guys. You yeah, see, no, they're uh, they're awesome. Mike and and the Predator. Yeah, that <laughs> Vanda. They're, yeah, they're good, good dudes. Well, right on, dude. Uh, I look forward to seeing you fight, man. Thank you again for making time for me. I apologize that Brian wasn't able to be here. Uh, he's on daughter duty today. He can relate to your uh, parenting uh, <laughs> struggles. Yeah, yep, I get it. Daughter with a swim meet tonight, I think. Um, okay. But hopefully, we'll get to chat with you post fight, and you can let us know how it went. All right. Look forward to it. Well, thanks for having me on. All right. Nice meeting you, man. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. All right. I am Sean Strauss, and this is the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. My co-host is Brian Johnson, and he is off tonight. Um, We are joined with Richard Smith, professional boxer, who's going to be fighting on the upcoming Canterbury show on april 23rd um richard thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me now you are based out of missouri is that correct yes sir kansas city right on right on so you're going to be the uh the road warrior this time thank you so much for uh for doing that we love getting out of state fighters it brings a lot more uh, fun to the card when we get some outside fighters so thanks for doing that. 
Not a problem. Appreciate it. Now you're going to be fighting a gentleman named Ashkan Marvari. I spoke to him yesterday uh, for the first time. And um, so you'll be able to hear his interview uh, once that's released on our podcast. Um, now, do you know anything about him um, or, or anything uh, like that? I, I've, I've, I've watched, I watched some film on him. I was like, he's, he's, I used to do MMA back in the day. So I was like, I'm, I'm fully aware of what he's capable of as far as his striking. But what I had to realize too is that MMA does not necessarily transfer over to boxing because of course the, the style differences. So, but he, he, I expect him to come, come at me. Sure. Yeah, he definitely has a mixed martial arts background, which you can hear in the interview. Um, now, I talked to him a little bit about uh, your record just because I saw it on BoxRec. And what I told him, I said, stood out to me was, even though you don't have a win on your record yet, I said, you've gone a lot of rounds and you went the distance in all your fights. And I said, to me, that tells me you're tough. And he said, absolutely. That's what he thought. Um so what can you tell us about your experience so far in the ring um, and what you've taken away from your fights, um, what you're trying to work on? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's been a long journey. I mean, it's, it's been a process of uh, probably about seven years, but it's, it's, been, it's been off and on. So as, as far as trying to really, really dedicate my time in the last seven years, it's been really hard, but what I have learned in my fights, uh, yes, I can be durable, but at the same time, it's it's still a learning process. I mean, trying to learn how to score, set, setting it up. I'm like, it's it, it's it's a def, it's definitely a lot more harder than people think it is. So, I mean, it, for me, what I what what I take out of it is that I I have I have to finish the fight you know saying like yes uh, it's, it's good to last but to actually put somebody away is, is a whole nother story so that that's that's the goal that's what i'm going to do i i mean they, i mean that's that, that's all there is to it i mean i, I need a victory so I, I i can't look at another l as far as like when did when did this fight get signed for you you know and and as far as like when did your camp start um and can you tell us a little bit about how your camp's been going uh, well, I, I got it. I'd say I probably got the 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 call for it. Uh, I'd say probably about probably almost two months ago, I believe it was. Almost after, after my last after my last fight, it didn't go as as planned. But you know, I, I, I got a, I got a lot of stuff to clean up on my on my end of the on my end of the track. So, but uh, but to answer your question. I, it's it's always a it's always a process. I mean, it's, uh, like I, I I I in this in this particular outing, I had I had to really dig deep and really put myself through the ringer to really to really give myself the opportunity and the chance to 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 really close close it out. So I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not taking him lightly. So I hope he doesn't take me lightly. So like I said, you can't do that as a fighter because you will get your, you will get a rude awakening. So, so uh, you're in Missouri. What, uh, where are you training and what can you tell us about? Um, you know, are you at a specific gym? 
you know, and are, are you, I guess, aligned with anyone, you know, as far as like, you know, your corner people, I like to try and uh, give, give, you know, the, the shout outs to the gyms that, you know, and allow the fighters to, to rep their gyms. Um, if you're working on, you know, on your, some people, they're just working out of their, their house. You never know. <laughs> right, but most, right. most guys they tend to, you'll be aligned with a gym or something. Uh, are you aligned with anyone out there? You work, got a home gym? Yes, I'm fighting out actually Kansas City, Kansas, which is probably about, I'd say about 25, 30 minutes from me where I'm at. And it's called Community Rec Center. And the reason why I chose that particular gym is the experience that the the fighters, not necessarily the fighters, but the coaches have. And I was like, I'm I'm one of those people. I, I like to pick their brains, so I'm like, yeah, it, it it they take they take care of their fighters. They take care of their fighters, and I was like, that's in this game, you have you have to you have to look for those 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 type of people because it, it can it, it can break you. Because like I said, my this is my second time around with actually boxing. Like I said, because like I said, I took I took some time off, family things like that. So this pretty much signing up with them pretty much helped me really get back to where I needed to be as far as what I've lost as far as the downtime. So, but I've been with them for, I'd say probably about four, four or five months, four or five months, but it's it's, it's been really good. It's been really good. Are they going to be rolling with you out to Minnesota and be working your corner for you or are you or you no. have to, I mean, that's a difficult thing to ask anybody to go on the road. <laughs> um, right. So if, if they're not going to be able to be there for you, who's going to be working your corner for you? Uh, uh, Steve Walker will be walking, working my corner for me on short notice. So I was like, I, I, I really appreciate him taking the time out of his busy schedule in life. So I was like, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to Steve. Um, yeah, that's not an easy task, you know, to go on the road, especially like you said, short notice. So that's awesome. Um, so other than that, um, when you said you're working out at that uh, community rec center, are they able to provide the sparring in the house there, or are you having to go outside of that gym to do sparring or how does that work? No, no, we have, we have, a we have a lot of, we have quite a few good up and coming boxers and uh, amateurs and pros. So I mean, like I say, it's it's it, it's it's pretty we're pretty well rounded for being as small as we are. Well, like I said, we got some other places around here that are that have the bigger you know, bigger gyms and, and better equipment, things like that. But like I said, it's it's not so much about the equipment. And I'm mean, like, yes, you need that, but sure. it, like I said, it's it's the camaraderie that goes a long way. Absolutely. Um, so other than that, um, you know, we've talked about the fight. We've talked about your matchup, a little bit about training, a little bit about the sparring, about your team. Um, anything else that, you know, you want to give like shout outs to like people that have been helping you out along the way uh, to get ready for this fight? Um, you know, this is your chance. If you got sponsors, anything like that? Uh, my, my, my buddy, Marcus Young, he, he really he, he's really put me in a good in a good place mentally and physically to to be able to try to really bring the best out of me 
Like I say, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm no spring chicken when I'm 35 years old. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, your, uh, <laughs> your opponent, um, I don't believe he's a spring chicken either. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't say so. I, I'm not a spring chicken either. So that's not a dig at you, uh, Ashcon, if you're listening. Uh, yeah. But sorry i'm sorry no 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 not at all um so to your fans who are going to be listening to this um and who can't make it out to minnesota to, to see a fight um i believe there is a live stream that's going to be offered uh through mma futures um so we'll try and provide links for that or if you go to the ignite website um i think you'll be able to find a link via that and I believe Caleb Truex, former world champion, is going to be doing play-by-play ringside uh, for the stream. So um, I don't know who else is going to be joining Caleb, but he did the last card in December, and I believe he's going to be doing this one as well. So that will be pretty cool. You'll have a former world champ calling your fight. Uh, yeah. right. um, so, um, like I said, man, I'm super happy that we were able to connect. Um, and sorry, like I said about the technical difficulties, but thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast, Richard. I look forward to seeing you fight um, and getting to, you know, shake your hand in person. Like I said, it really means a lot to us, you know, here in Minnesota that we've got, you know, fighters like you willing to travel and come and give us a good time and, you know, put on these great fights for us. So uh, you get the last word, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. Like I said, this is this this is this is big for me. Like I said, this, like I said, this is another opportunity. Like I said, I've had my fifteen minutes of fame several times, but like I said, it's so I like yeah. I was, like I said, it's it's a very good opportunity now that I really appreciate it. So like, I I definitely will be seeing you there. So awesome! Can't wait, man. It's gonna be an awesome night of fights, and uh, yeah, we'll see you there, dude. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You too. Uh, my name is Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. He is off tonight, but thank you for your, for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. Today we are joined with Corey Thompson, a professional boxer, gym owner, um, but in specifically we are talking today about Canterbury, uh, April 23rd, Ignite Fights Mecca 18. Um, you are going to be fighting, uh, fighting Blake Bergeson, uh, who is making his professional debut. I believe your record is three and oh, that's uh, correct. So right on, man. So before, before we talk about the fight at Canterbury um, for our listeners and from people like myself, um, I've been friends with you on social media now for a little while, but I've never gotten to meet you in person. Um, I think I've been at some events with you um, where maybe you've had some kids fighting in amateur shows or something. Um but can you tell us how you got into boxing and if you fought an amateur or anything like that before deciding to open your gym and we can get into that stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, so started boxing at 12 years old in uh, Detroit lakes, Minnesota. Um, Chris Holt uh, actually uh, lived with my mother um, and was my stepfather um, oh, wow. so I grew up under him under Chris Holt. And uh, so, yeah, that's how I learned uh, how to, how to box and how do I um, kind of got, got my start? That is awesome. I did not realize that you had that connection to Chris. I, I'm become a, you know, a friend of, of Chris. You know, I bumped into him up at uh, St. Cloud 
Um, I got invited up there to watch him sparring once and he brought some fighters down that weekend and uh, extremely nice guy. And I've talked to him multiple times. And the last time I saw him was when there was fights in St. Cloud um, also. And uh, I told him, I was like, when you guys have fights out there, I'm like, let me know. I'm like, I want to try and make it out there. Um, because I think the last one that they did was when, uh, Purim, I think is where that was. That was really fun. I came out to that and that was cool. Um, but anyway, I know Chris Holt was a professional uh, fighter also. Um, so that explains a lot. <laughs> um, if you were, uh, getting your tutelage from him now, when you fought in the amateurs, um, explain the transition for how you use that and then transition to professional. Yeah. So I had a long amateur career. Um, when I was 18, I moved out and moved out of state and moved around from different boxing gyms to different boxing gyms and worked under a lot of different coaches and, and good coaches too. But um, really, uh, since I joined, um, since I opened up this boxing gym, Nordic Order Boxing Academy three years ago, um, I just kind of changed the course uh, for myself in boxing too. Um, I would say that my style is, is a lot different. Um, I've changed a lot. I've grown up a lot. I've become more wise and I've learned a lot over the last three years with boxing being my full-time job. Um, I think that uh, we don't know. Well, we'll find out when I get in the ring. So, yeah, I see on your, uh, on your box rack, I was looking earlier. Um, it looked like your first professional fight was back in 2012. Then you fought again, in 2016 um, and then 2021. And now, it looks like um, not only do you have this fight in a uh, less than, I guess, a couple of weeks, so we're getting there. Um, you'll also have another to be announced one, it looks like in June. So it looks like you're planning on staying busy. Um, was the gym or COVID or anything else kind of like, you know, slowing, slowing it down? Um, or, you know, I'm just for the people who maybe were a fan of you, um, what, what, ex what's with the gaps, you know, um, was yeah. that, were you ever injured? You know, what was the deal? Let me, let me explain. Um, you know, it was a, it was a mental thing inside mentally. Um, I had such big, uh, goals and ambitions that anything less than a world championship really wouldn't do it for me, um, to feel like I did something with my career. So, uh, taking it so seriously and putting so much stress on myself and, and just, having anxiety and not knowing, um, just not knowing what the future is. Uh, I let fear control a lot of things in my life with boxing. Um, over the last three years, I've learned, to, um, I've learned to mature and become wise and, and confront anxieties. So that would explain the, the gaps in, um, in my um, competition, uh, from the pro, from the pro standpoint, but I'm going to get real busy right now and really, uh, I'm going to get going because I want to go full in on this dream and, and try to see how far I can go. I'm not afraid of crashing and burning on the way. I just want to go and I'm not afraid anymore. So I'm ready to go. Right on. Um, so speaking of this next fight coming up at Canterbury um, with Ignite, um, like we talked about, you're going to be fighting Blake Bergeson. Um, how's camp going? You know, I mean, with you being a gym owner, uh, I assume you're always working out. Um, yeah. but can you tell us like if there was a mental shift or an actual physical shift and how things are going for you, you know, once you knew and you had the fight booked, you know, what changed? Well, 
three and a half years ago when I, when I started the gym, um, I started the gym to help somebody that, that came to me and, and wanted some, some training. And I just started training them. Felt like God was telling me that maybe I was more of a coach than a fighter. Um, but in that time, I learned that I really am a fighter and that if I don't go and, and go and, and find out what I can do in my career and, and, and just live the life of being a fighter, uh, I'm going to have so much regret and depression that I'm not going to live a good life. And so, you know, I'm happily married. I have five kids um, wow. from the outside. Everything might seem okay having a business and everything, but inside uh, there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of things I want to, I want to accomplish and I'm going to accomplish them. Um, and so I fight Blake on the 23rd and um, he's oh and oh, and he's taking a fight against me, which means that he's got uh, to, to fight somebody in your pro debut with three fights that's undefeated. Uh, I respect him as a, as a man and as a fighter. And I'm going to treat him as a dangerous opponent, but make mo no mistake. He's a threat to me and he's a threat to what I want to do. So I'm going to take care of business. Sure. Um, I was supposed to uh, have talked to Blake yesterday. Unfortunately, he had a little conflict too, talking about parenting. Now, kudos on the five kids that's awesome man i myself don't have kids i'm an uncle to like four nephews and 10 nieces and uh, i'm the youngest of six so my dad was the youngest of 10 and uh, so i come from a you know big family um i love kids uh, uh getting back to your opponent blake bergeson he's fighting out of valhalla uh, combat sports in fridley which is right down the road for me so i've been in that gym before um they kind of started out i think more as like a mixed martial arts, wrestling, all that kind of stuff. But they've recently really taken to boxing and they've got some guys that are, uh, that are going for it. So I like that because it's close to me. And I also like the fact that Minnesota has got so many gyms that are just, you know, kind of embracing this, uh, this renaissance, you know, after COVID restrictions, now we're having fights again, both amateur and professional. Um, out in your area, what can you tell us about that environment for boxing? You know, you're out in Alexandria um, with your gym. Um, you know, you mentioned yeah. Chris Holt, you know, uh, he's got his, his gym too. Um, the, uh, what's that lakes area? Uh, yeah. Lake area boxing. Yep, yeah. When I, when I, when I moved to Alexandria um, about uh, five, six years ago, I, uh, I knew that there wasn't a boxing gym here. That's, that was the plan. The goal is to retire from boxing and then open up a gym in Alexandria, but um, didn't go that way. Uh, boxing hadn't been here in 40 years. There wasn't a boxing gym in Alexandria in 40 years until we opened it up. Um, and this is a boxing town. We got so many prospects in this gym. We got people that are from this this town and, and other towns in Glenwood and Osakis and the small towns surrounding us. At, I mean, these kids really have the, the talent to become world champions, guys and girls. I mean, it's, it's all about um, the right things happening and, and just having the right drive to do it. Um, but we got a lot of prospects here. And right now I think there's 33 registered boxers with Nordic Warriors boxing with uh, through USA boxing, which is really, really high for, um, for a gym in central Minnesota. And that doesn't include, um, you know, over half of our members. So we're, we're doing something right here and, and, and strengthening people. And um, I think boxing is gonna really take off in, in Alexandria and this area with, 
with my success in the future and other success from, from our gym members here. Yeah, I've seen some of the stuff and I, I like to share your posts on my Minbox page. Doing that. I know um, I appreciate that. The um the the guys, you know, you've been having some pictures of the guys in the ring lately, um, you know, with sparring sessions and stuff like that. And uh you can just see like they're really, really happy. Like, I mean, it's funny. There's something about boxing. It's like, man, I never see smiles bigger on guys' faces, which is awesome to see, you know. Um so yeah, you're right. You're doing something right because you don't get that many smiling faces. Now, recently um, you had Caleb Truix in the house and it looks like he was doing some sparring with you um, and getting to talk to your kids, you know, in, in the gym. Uh, can you tell us about that experience having a former world champ in the house? Caleb's an awesome man, uh, a very good fighter and an even better man. I fought him when I was a young 17 uh, year old um, in the upper Midwest and he beat me and he beat just beat the tar and I mean um and that really deflated my dreams because my dreams were to be the Olympics and when he beat me it really uh it really set me back mentally but um you know years later seeing him all the success he has and like I said I made a post about it but in the post I had put uh that I had when I heard his name I didn't I didn't like hearing his name I got jealous of him um, but once I started to look inside myself mentally and, and kind of change things internally, I started to take uh, accountability for my loss. And then um, I just kind of looked and saw Caleb for who he was. And he's, he's a cool guy, man. He's, he's a world champion, but he's a normal everyday guy. And he came to our gym. He drove down. He didn't bring one person with him. I mean, what kind of world champion comes to somebody's gym and then they just come themselves? And while he was at the gym, not only did he spar me, he also sparred um, some of our other boxers and uh, offered some good uh, insights to um, some of our other boxers there at the gym too. Just, uh, it was great to spar him. I've sparred him a couple of times um, in the last couple of months and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And anybody that's there, I'm sure they have a lot of fun watching it too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I love watching him in the ring. Now I've never seen one of your fights before, so I'm super excited for that. Um, and when it comes to your fight, fight night, um, I don't know if, if Caleb talked about it or not, but it sounds like he'll be doing the commentary on the stream. Um, yeah, great for him. I mean, he's, he's good. He's very articulate. So that's good. Yeah. I just think that's pretty cool. He did the, he did the stream the last time also. Um, okay. So we, the other thing, um, I don't want to gloss over the fact that you're a gym owner. Uh, I think that's a really big thing. Um, I like to highlight that, you know, with whenever I talk to a fighter who's doing that, like recently and on this card, like for instance, Josh Clark, he owns Strike Fitness and Rogers. Um, and so I like to talk to him about that. And, you know, number one, I want to be able to plug your gym. Um, so if you can, number one, just give a quick rundown. I know you mentioned you started your gym three years ago, um, yep. but where are you located? You know, what, what are you offering? You just plug mm -hmm. your gym, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we're, we're a different gym. You know, we, we try to stand out um, differently from other gyms. I've seen a lot of boxing gyms that um, came up that the, the coaches would only work with the people that had a, a lot of talent and everybody else just, it didn't really matter. Um, and then I've seen other boxing gyms where, you know, everybody's just looking at getting in shape and, and no one's really um, trying to develop as much skill-wise. So, you know, here we try to find a good balance of that. And I always say that, um, to be good at boxing, you don't have to be natural. I mean, I didn't learn boxing very fast, but
but I feel like once I did learn it, I retained it really good. So, I mean, sometimes we get people in and they're, they're naturals and, and they box pretty good right out the gate. Um, and some people, they can't, they don't know their left from their right foot, but you know, four or five months down the road, that person that didn't know their left or right foot from their right foot, if they've been working hard, they might be a better boxer than that natural person. So, I mean, we see it time and time again, a lot of our top boxers, they weren't the best when they came in. That's just kind of the mentality we have. Um, and we work hard, but we do have fun and we try to enjoy it when we first get there, but then it gets really serious. And we're a team, you know, we're, we're, we're a family, we're a community. We're not just a normal gym. We, we got a different group of people. Um, we're just all a bunch of misfits, but we, we blend together and we support one another. So we're in Alexandria, we do boxing, we have jujitsu here um, and pretty much anything that you want to do with your life, um, we can help you, whether that's get stronger mentally, physically, spiritually, whether that's compete, whatever it is, we're going to take care of it. And I have a great partner in Kirsten Wessel who's complete opposite of me. She's really fun and bubbly and jokey and um, she runs an amazing fitness boxing class and she's very knowledgeable too. So we, we really balance each other out well. And we have a good group of coaches here with Nick Rogers, our MMA coach and Ryan do our other, uh, amateur boxing coach. Um, it's a great place. So in Alexandria, we got people driving an hour to come see us. So I think that that's, um, kind of speaks to who we are. Now, uh, absolutely. The one thing I noticed, well, two things, your website, I like, I love it, man. Like I'm working on trying to build the website for my Minbox. So whenever I'm on your guys, you know, different gyms, I'm always analyzing how you guys are doing your sites. And I love your website. Um, well, I can help so, you with that. Tyler Goldberg with Cybersprout hooked me up there. Well, thank you. Cause I need all the help yeah. I can get. I'm not tech savvy at all. Um, Neither am I. <laughs> so I love the website, but then the two things that I noticed, one was kind of unique. You had like a members only area, which like, you know, if, if they're a member of the gym, they got some like unique content on the, on the website. I'm like, that's cool. You know? So that's just a small little thing. But the most important thing that I saw that was just like, I was like, man, this is really awesome. Was your, um, uh, the, was it fit to fight program? Yeah. Um, can you yeah. talk about that? Because I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we train any first responder at the boxing gym for free. And that's what it is. If you're, if you're a paramedic, a firefighter, police officer, it doesn't matter. Um, you, you never pay a gym membership here. And we just do that as our way of giving back um, to first responders. Cause there, there are a lot of giving people and, and, and keep people safe. And also um, we're hoping that the training that, um, we can do here in the gym can sharpen people's um, first responder skills and their physical abilities and their mental cognition um, and also um, bring people that are in law enforcement into the community with people that um, might have not have great um, interactions with law enforcement um, in the past because you get people that um, are different in the same room together and, and, and what boxing does, it gets people that are different colors and different, um, different, just different and uh, gives them a, a common purpose and something to be together about. So that's, that's what we do. Fit to fight. If you're a first responder, uh, it doesn't matter where you live. You come to the gym, you, you train for free here. Man, that's awesome. Thank you for doing that um, and supporting those first responders. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. 
now the last thing, I mean, uh, I think I've talked your ear off, man. Like I said, I I've been frenzy on social media for a while. And like I said, I really appreciate you taking time out, um, and telling me your story. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you, seeing you fight. Um, but now this fight, I see you've got some sponsors going on, which is awesome. And I was sharing those, but I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that, how that came about and, and plug them. Yeah. Well, I mean, our community has got, um, our gym, we're, we're a community gym. We're here to build the community and other businesses see that. And so, um, you know, a lot of businesses, they just, they, they look to me and I have connections with those businesses, or maybe they know a, a gym member that was influenced here. And then, and then they look to support me. So, uh, Heartland Orthopedics, um, that was one of my sponsors that got hooked up with, uh, Tim Lindley, our doctor, uh, prime attachments. That's, uh, um, a skid loader attachment company that my good friend and former uh, coach of the gym, Cody Thompson runs an amazing place. 100% advisory, uh, men's haircuts three. That's a, that's a mouthful, but, um, that's, uh, my barber, Jesse there. He, uh, he does an amazing job, um, cutting hair, but also he's got arcade machine, pool table, punching bag. I mean, it's just a cool hangout spot. And then actually recently, my uncle just got off the phone with him before this interview and he decided that he's going to um, sponsor me as well. Uh, Rob Thompson with CI construction. And so they're going to be sitting uh, ringside uh, on a table um, that night. And then uh, Alex industries is the, the final um, sponsor that got me um, our gym member, Leah. Uh, she hooked me up with them. We got a bunch of members that work there and they're just a really good company that um, is very like-minded to me. So um, they, they're, they're my support. Awesome. Yeah. And I only, I'm only going to be publishing the audio. So for those who can't see your hair or your beard, it <laughs> looks very good. Like I don't have a beard like that. So I wish I could grow a beard like you. <laughs> oh, appreciate it. It took years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right on, right on. I'm being invaded right now. I hear my sister and my niece just got in. So you're about to hear beagles go crazy and start barking. But that's about all I got for you, man. So like I said, I'm super pumped. Um, it's going to be an awesome night of fights and look forward to getting to shake your hand and meet you in person and talk about the fight afterwards, hopefully. And uh, if if not, if I, if I don't get to catch you with a post-fight interview, I definitely want to touch base before whatever that upcoming fight in June will be. Well, thank you, Sean. I feel like I, I got to meet you for the first time and I, I feel like I know you already, but I look forward to shaking your hand too. And um, I hope that you enjoy the fight. Absolutely, man. I know I will already. It's going to be a good one. Great. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank Have you. a good one. You too.